directions. Highway 101 southbound. We've got some road work causing 15 minutes worth of delay just past San Juan Road. Taking a look elsewhere, we see that highways 129 and 152 are at the limit at this time. It's currently 51 outside KSCO. Today we're expecting showers lingering throughout the rest of the day. A high of 57. Overnight temperatures getting down to the low 40s. Patchy fog overnight and partly sunny skies come Sunday. And your KSCO News Talk time, 10.06. Time now for hour number one of the Saturday special. This is AM 1080 KSCO. Josh, Josh Stevens. Rosie, Michael Zorlick. May I ask you a personal question? Oh my goodness, I forgot to write one. That's okay. I, I, I came up with one. All right, what you got? Um, what would be your preferred subject for the Saturday special? Uh, something nothing that, something that, that, we, that we couldn't do any better than. It would just be impossible. What would it be? Something regarding city issues. San Francisco City? Ooh, yeah. Big city issues. Guess yeah. what, Josh Stevens? What? MD? That's what... Oh, what you got? That's what we're going to do today. Fascinating. I'm we're going to we're going to come up with a lot of dirty little secrets about San Francisco. We're going to reveal the truth. Yeah. About SF. Yeah, we sure are. Uh, and we have the absolute most perfect guest we can have about Excellent. that. Who we got? Uh, Drum roll. I will tell you later. Okay. I will tell because first, what we have to do is get the promo from Dave. Dave Michaels, but I have to ask you something first, Dave Michaels. Sure. Why is this on-air light flicking? It's making me nerve flickering. It's making me nervous. It's been doing that for the, uh, the longest that I can remember, MC. It, You're, that's the right answer to the wrong question. Mm. I didn't say how long has it been doing it. I said, mm. why is it doing it? I have no idea. You're asking the wrong guy. You need to talk to Billy. Or Richard B. Or, Luther, or Richard our, the B. second. Yes. Our esteemed they're, engineers. They're the guys you need to talk to. Yes. Uh, I mean... Uh, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown looking just, at it. Just do what I do when the uh, engine light, the check engine light turns on. I just ignore it or cover it up. <laughs> just put a piece of tape over it. <laughs> just put a piece of tape over it. Well, do you have a piece of tape? Do you, we need some duct tape. Would you bring in some duct tape, Josh Stevens? I'll get right on it. Okay, good. This is great. Now, Dave, Dave Michaels, what do you got in the Dave Cave? Hey, MZ, today? I'm out of the Dave Cave every Saturday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. So if you're listening to a rebroadcast, again, I'm out there every Saturday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. Listen up for the Dave Cave sales. But today, I'm going to be out there with Bloomin' Minerals because it's just about time to start uh, working out in your garden, MZ. You should be putting this stuff out in your garden now so that when the rain comes, hopefully we get more rain, it'll work into the soil so that you can produce healthier plants, bigger, brighter plants. And that happens 100% of the time. Has anybody, uh, do you know of any instances... In, in which people used Bloomin' Minerals on their plants to their detriment. And said, hey, I wish I hadn't have bought that. Right. No, never. Good. Yeah. It's good for everything from tomatoes to uh, asparagus, cannabis, Japanese maples. Anything that grows, MZ, will benefit from Bloomin' Minerals. Whatever you choose to grow in your garden. Pickles. And it is not, repeat, not fertilizer. This will work for pickle trees. Whatever you grow in your garden, Bloomin' Minerals is what you want. And because of what's going on with the coronavirus and just in general, staying healthy and keeping your immune system healthy, 
I brought those three products in. And that is oh the my Killer Biotic, yeah, killer CFX, CFX, and Zinc FX. And Zinc FX. Right. Zinc puts lead in your pencil, too. I zinc is really essential is right? to keeping, you, uh, keeping your immune system healthy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So those are just some of the products I have out there at the Dave Cave. And today, do we have the sale going on? You tell me. You're the boss. Sure. Sure. Okay. But this is Saturday, so if you're listening okay. to a replay. Buy one, get ten free, right? Buy ten, get one free. Oh, okay. No. Buy two, get one free. <laughs> Buy two, get one free. That's what we've been doing all week. We've got plenty of uh, tangy tangerine, glucogel. We're really low on Arthrodex. And oh, we've yeah? only got one thing left, uh, one container left of OsteoFX. Oh. So make it out there. Uh, we also have some colloidal silver. That was a, that's a big product. People I heard some, I, I, about I, I observed someone purchasing no, not purchasing the colloidal silver mm. yesterday, but making the comment, oh, I wish I hadn't bought it somewhere else because this price here is at the Dave Cave is much better. Oh, yeah. And, of course, all our products are much better. I mean, oh. that goes without saying. They're right? all, they're all uh, quality assured. You know, they're uh, plant-derived colloidal minerals, so they are absorbable. Um, yeah, it's the real deal. It's the best stuff around. Cool. I'll be out there till 2, MZ. Every all Saturday, right. 10 a.m. till 2 Thank you so much. Dave Michaels and his orchestra. Good morning, a brighter day is here. Good morning, may we bring you cheer. We've got time, we've got tunes, we've got time, tunes and temperate tunes. Get up and go, it's today you know on KSCO Radio. Josh, Josh Stevens, two questions. What's 122 Archive? What is that? Am I supposed to play that? I don't even know what it is. That's poor old MZ forgetting to tell you about the podcast. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, and then there's no, there's only a fanfare. There's no, there's no uh, uh, crossfire music. Can you play that from in there? Yeah. I think that might be better today. Are you ready to, to do it? Just about. Uh, if you're not, I can play the archive first. Should I do that? You're ready to go? Okay, three, two, one, there. Okay, good. This is serious, serious controversial music. Because we're having a serious controversial program topic and guest today. How controversial? I don't know. Just, just going to be different. Different from your typical KSCO Saturday specials. How different? That's up for the audience to find out. Okay. We have a restaurant in town called Bocce's Cellar. Any relation, Dean, Bocce? Not at all. It just sounds familiar, but it's spelled different. Oh. Many people have mentioned it. A little closer to the microphone, please. Okay. Um, and, uh, but, but it's B-O-C-C-I, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay. Now, let me explain to our vast audience whom you are. Basically, a self-employed plumber working in the city as an emergency plumber, more or less, rotor-rooter type stuff. And I, uh, you and I met by accident at a restaurant, at a, a fairly new restaurant on Grant Street. And you were giving me 
very, um, very nice suggestions about what to order, and I found it very um, considerate. Yes, thank you. I happen to be a very good critic of uh, restaurants, particularly in, in the city. Not only uh, the serving or the style, but also the cleanliness of the restaurants. So I have a better opinion about a lot of different uh, restaurants, more than the average person does. Because uh, half the restaurants in the city are very dirty. I don't know if you know that. Uh, with the high cost of labor and the high cost of, in general, people cannot afford to clean them as well as they used to, as well as have pest yeah. control. So it's gotten very difficult to run a restaurant and even have a good restaurant around unless it's corporate where they have a lot of money or they're buying them for status people. So now it's uh, have a mom and pops is almost impossible. Um, so, yeah, back to the, it goes back to the economics. Basically. Sort of like mom and pop radio stations are almost a thing of the past or pretty much a thing of the past. There are still plenty of mom and pop rest, uh, radio stations in the country, but... None of them can afford to originate most of, you know, any of their own programming, let alone most of it, which is what we do. That's right. That's why uh, it caught my interest about you particular, about you wanting to own one uh, as far as there's no profit involved. So, therefore, it's not even worth owning one. So, you like... Yeah, it sort of leads to other things, though. And, yeah. and, and it's a nice thing. It's a... It's... As long as it's not, um, you know, too much in the negative... You know, and that and that there are other ways to to fund it. It's sort of look at look at it like a special gift to the community. Now there are people in this community who hardly consider us a gift. Am I right, Josh Stevens? Oh, of course. Um, the kind of people who who write nasty um, cartoons, you know, with swastikas and <laughs> <laughs> closer to the microphone. Pull your pull it close. Yeah. Pull it real close. And no, the no. kind of people... Yeah. Closer. Closer that, even. Good. That if they tuned into this station, their radio would turn off because they're not the smartest listeners. Well, yeah. Um, we have, have we started uh, our, our intelligent uh, radio receiver program yet? I, Let me explain this to Dean. I believe it's still in the works. Okay, but it, it is a great project, and we need to get an update on that project when Jaunty calls next hour our director of digital uh, media. Now, um, let me explain to Dean. Uh, we do not allow stupid people to listen to KSCO. It's for intelligent people only. If stupid people tune in by accident, they are required immediately to turn off the radio or switch to another station that doesn't care about whether they're intelligent or not. But we insist on having intelligent... And... If people, it doesn't take much um, to, uh, we, we have very few rules. We're pretty hang-loose operation here. But, you know, we don't like it when people keep calling, you know, all the time. There, yeah, there, there, there's some people who are like addicts yeah. who cannot function, not just listening to KSCO, but being part of KSCO's broadcast, like every show. If they, and, the, and some of them would get very, they get, they take it personal if we say, hey, you were on just last hour. I mean, do, do you get much of that, Josh Stevens, when you, when you, uh, when, mean, when you have to sort of lay down the law in as polite a way as possible? Sometimes that does happen, but I generally get just the frequent flyer callers. But in my opinion, they tend to be a pleasure because then it's like, you know what they're going to get into usually. And it's, they're just easy to work with. And, you know, 
They could sometimes bring something colorful to the table, but every now and then if they do come back during a, the same hour, that usually gets shunned upon. Well, you ought to have a category then of who they are. Is he an idiot? Or, uh... No, no, we don't allow idiots. <laughs> no, we, we, you could be right about categories, but that wouldn't be one of them, for okay. sure. It's, it's not appropriate. But an, anyhow, um, so <clears throat> let me ask you the question I asked you in front of uh, Josh Stevens a little while ago before we went on the air. Dean, what are we going to talk about today? Well, more or less the city of living, but there's just so much in the city to talk about as far as the economics, uh, the homeless, the drugs, the crime. Uh, just so much open stuff there that it just it's, it take weeks to cover because there's just so much going on. In your line of work, you run across this all the time. Yes, and then the traffic as well, too, has gotten really bad, too. But yeah. not as bad as, as in Santa Cruz. Can you believe that? Oh, I could actually go on a good traffic rant right now. Yeah, well, go do it. Do it. Okay, so when I was in Los Angeles, like literally yesterday, uh, quick turnaround, um, I actually went to the Natural History Museum, and we took an, we took a half-bus, half-driving itinerary, and it was like maybe 30 minutes total because we drove and parked and ride. We did a park and ride with the bus and we actually beat traffic because they actually have their own exclusive right-of-way and all that. So LA tends to have a lot of their public transit together to get people moving. But you go to SF, for example, you're, you're not going to be moving. Well, you got 35,000 drivers coming from Stockton sleeping in a car overnight that can barely even drive that. You're just trying to make $100 for the day. It's gotten ridiculous. It's caused That's a lot of traffic and a lot of chaos all around. People used to walk down the block or, or just basically jump on a bus. Now we've lost our resources and jumping in a, in a Lyft or an Uber for 2 or $3. And it's also misallocation of funds, I want to say, because like L.A., for example, they invest on ways to not necessarily get people out of their cars, but think about getting them out just to try it out and give you like free parking and just get you where you need to go, whereas... Uh, in SF, it's like you got to pay through the nose oh, for parking, yeah. and then you'll get a service that isn't even that reliable and subject to delays, everything of the like. But somehow they manage to run these buses as if they're trains, like on their own right away, everything. But well, the city's gotten so bad now where they didn't want you to drive. They, they closed all the lanes off on the main street, so you only can uh, either catch the bus or an Uber, and most people would do catch the bus uh, don't have much money so if you have a family in the city you're really done because you can uh you can't get around nobody's got money to go lift all around and if you park on the main street you're going to get a ticket or get towed and at the same time you get three tickets you get towed away and the reason why you're getting towed away is you don't have any money but we're the richest city in the country it doesn't make sense uh when you're talking about uh car no cars you're referring to the market street mission closures, street right? as well and a lot of other streets are just becoming now there's no parking there's one lane and basically it's just it became chaos on sixth street seventh street they're taking all the main main arteries so you have to get mass transportation that's fine but if you got a family how are you supposed to get around you can't put you know four kids on a bus if you do it's going to cost you more than the gas would cost you 10 15 bucks to even get on the bus yeah that's the other thing too i'm pretty sure san francisco's uh municipal transit fare yeah it's three dollars over there and yeah, like, it's outrageous that is absolutely outrageous. Yeah, and they spent 75 well that's the minimal they spent 25 dollars an hour for the guys to watch you coming off the bus ask you for a car ticket and have four guys standing around doing nothing to get you for a three dollar car for if you had the money you'd be paying it you don't have any money we're gonna get money for someone that doesn't have any money and give you a ticket 
Yeah, fair enforcement is another gripe. Of That's ridiculous. Too. There's you know 200 workers and all talking to each other on the phones all day. They're not they're not doing much. Pensioners, I say. It's not like the BART police. The BART police are going around looking for trouble, but then again, there's lots of trouble where they're going. Absolutely. Well, we do like to be bitch radio, but we also like to be <laughs> solution radio. Do you have any solutions for any of the things we've been bitching about for the last few minutes? Sure. The city's got, got to stop the greed and try to get money from every direction and just decide what's best for the city, not best Instead for the taxpayers. Oh. And then cycling back to the whole uh, bit about restaurants, what would you say led to the de-evolution of restaurants within the big city? Well, it started with the minimum wage. You know, it went from uh, you know from 14 down to up to 17, which comes out to about 20 to 25 if you're an employer to hire somebody. At the same time, there's no motivation for them to work anyway because everything's so expensive. I mean, at the same time, the restaurants, the, the rents are astronomical. I mean, to get into a restaurant, it's four or five thousand dollars a month rent with the 10% sales tax for restaurant tax, the health tax. That's I mean, over and above the sales tax, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're at, you know, you're, get, you're talking 3 to 5% profit in a restaurant versus it used to be 20%. So not only ones are opening are the big corporations or the rich guys for status. I mean, there's no more, I, 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 you know, so M. Minna is one of the you, biggest restaurants in the city. It's a corporate. What, what, what's? M. Minna. You know, M. Minna is 20, they served their, uh, they usually have like a fish and a sushi and they, they start at $28 an ounce. To sell it, and, and at that rate, you can make some money. But the average guy, you know, can't I even mean, run a restaurant that big or at, in that gravity. Or it would have to take a huge loss for at least like what two years or so. Not even then, because the city just goes up more money than you can make. You don't make it. The, the economy in the city, you have to, you know, it goes up twenty percent a year, and you make three, three to five percent a year. So there's no way you can even survive in the city unless you're rich. It's good for the rich. And if, you, for, for and the if you're and if you're rich. There are ways around things like sure. rent. That's what was fascinating. Uh, many things ta in talking with you fascinated me, but that was one of the most fascinating. Where when you told me the story about how so many wealthy people who own lots of properties keep those properties vacant, you know, so because of the rent control. Well, that and then the combination of that nobody wants to buy their property with somebody in it, uh, being you can't get them out, and it costs you money to get them out, and people with a lot of money, they don't want to go through the hassle factor of kicking people out. They don't have time for that. They like to buy them empty. At the same time, at 10 to 20% per year gaining the property value, you can just sit on the property as an investment. I have... Because without even renting it at all, yeah, I have, and not being subjected to I, any of that. I watch about 20 to 25, they call it ghost houses, all throughout the city. They're completely empty for years. Just for people who don't break into them, I drive by every week, but they're just looking at the 20% investment that's going up every year. They don't want nobody in it, and basically just leave it empty. This is by Delores Park well, and isn't, all great isn't, areas. Isn't the city, go in its in its infinite wisdom, going to come up with a way to make that illegal? If if I mean you you don't you don't, you're probably going to give me a crazy look, but and I, this isn't a Phil Hendry bit. This is a real <laughs> thing here that I'm asking. I mean, if San Francisco, I, I wouldn't put it past San Francisco, if this gets out, that, that what you said is actually happening, won't they make it illegal to keep your property vacant? Force you to rent it. Well, they've been trying that. I don't for, know how they, they do that. They've been but. trying that for commercial for years. He just finally passed the rule now, but there's no guidelines. So basically, the storefront's empty. It really doesn't mean nothing because you could rent it for two months to your buddy, turn around and leave it empty for five more months, and just turn around and keep doing that twice a year. There's no guidelines. So basically, just working well, around. Well, they'll others. make it illegal to rent it to your buddy. 
Well, that would take years to do. Meanwhile, it's so slow the city with the lax and the rules that we're just never going to get it done. It would just pass on. The city just goes on and on and takes on. It's like the homeless. It just never ends. It just it, it, It's just a cycle where to get more money. Meanwhile, Josh, you I'm have something to say. Uh, that's you're referring to an occupancy tax. Yes. That's that's the well. That's policy. commercial, but that yeah, that's for the commercial. We have over 300, you know, empty storefronts, uh, you know, that I know people themselves personally that owned, and basically they have no wind in sight to rent them out because the the mortgages are so high that it's not going to be even affordable to even rent out. So they have to ask high rents. At the same time, people have gotten really greedy and basically think they got something that they don't have, and asking top dollar. And there's so many nobody wants them. It's like the restaurants are giving them away free. People. They used huh? to sell them. Restaurants, people give restaurants away free. Take the lease over. They got big leases for five to ten years that they cannot keep up, and they just tell you, take it to take the lease. These used to be a really good restaurant that you can sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, this picture you paint, it's kind of giving me a sense of deja vu. It's kind of like when I walk down to Pacific Avenue in downtown Santa Cruz. I look at all these different retail squares, some of which... These storefronts have been up on the market for months. So it's like, yeah, wow, well, this is a little close to home. Well, here. part of that is a scam, too, because a lot of these guys have multiple properties. They write it out as a loss and they put whatever rent they want, what they had or what they want to get as a loss and basically don't pay tax in that way. How can they do that? Well, they write out as a business, it's a tax loss. So basically, they're Yeah, have but no you gains. don't get to say that you lost something because you didn't take any rent. Well, if you have a lot of properties, there's no one to, 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 to scrutinize what you're going to, where's it coming from. People just write it off and that's it. Nobody, the, the tax people don't get into it. If you're a multimillionaire, they don't, they don't notice all these little stuff like that. They're, I mean, this economy, this, all these laws that we made and, are for little that guys. What, isn't that what tax audits are for? Yes, but the big guys don't get taxed on it. I get taxed from the Cal I get audited from the franchise tax board, which I make about one hundred fifty thousand a year. They audit me, but the people that I know are multi millers. They've never one had one audit. It's always me, the little guy. They don't audit the big guys because they pay a lot of taxes. They figure, you know, why bother them? They're paying big tax. That's the problem. Um, would you guys take over while I get something to drink? This is making me sweat. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. You guys can continue here. Uh, let's see. So I, I would say another thing to circulate back on, like, because we we've been wanting to talk about solutions here. And um, I guess one of the first ones would be, I guess in your eyes, to get rid of some of this red tape. And oh, if so, yeah. what, what would be some of the red tape you would uh, endorse getting rid of first and foremost in order to solve some of these uh, big city issues? Well, one of our big issues is the homeless, and definitely that's a big problem. And what, what the best thing to do with the homeless is, first of all, don't offer services if you're not from local areas. So you don't encourage the people to come our way. We've made it open doors. All you can have, all you can steal, and all you can rob, all you can eat, free. And it's on the taxpayers. The problem is that the taxpayers only have so much money, so they have to get more taxes to accommodate the homeless. So the homeless situation is one of our main problems here. And the reason being is the drugs and the crime-free laws. Steal all you want, rob all you want, and we won't do nothing. I have many customers that are police officers, and they don't even give you a ticket anymore for shoplifting or stealing or robbing under $900. The reason being is if they write them a ticket, takes a lot of time, and then this DA is going to throw it out the door anyway, so it's just a waste of time. Roger that. So basically, our, our laws for the crime have to be changed because they're too easy and liberal going. At the same time, our supervisors and all our directors and the whole management of the city hall needs to be redirected. They're all Everybody's too liberal, too easy going. We got 
soup kitchens everywhere. We got homeless shelters popping up in the neighborhood. It's gotten really bad. The crime is, is just astronomically higher than it's ever gotten. The mental incompetence is everywhere. We need more hospitals. We need more guidelines to put people away that are, are danger to themselves or danger to others. There's people running around naked with needles running around and no one does nothing. I mean, it's gotten ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I we do have some common ground in this particular subject. And I would say it's, well, let's start off with this following question. And that's, uh, what are your thoughts on people who panhandle in the middle of traffic medians? The problem is that people giving their money, it's like pigeons. If you keep giving them money, they're going to take more and more. And half the people that are asking for money don't need money. The city is very wealthy and very rich for the homeless. They get plenty of food, plenty of resources, and basically they're just being out there because these a lot of dot-comers and social media people have a lot of wealth. They feel guilty about how much money they have. And what they do is they give their money away to people like that to help them out, they feel. At the same time, it's disabling them. So basically, we got to get all these people off the street and not allow all these laws like the tents. I mean, it's gotten ridiculous. And uh, not all, my, my biggest gripe with that whole setup is that, like, let's say I'm, I'm sitting at the light at a left turn and somebody decides to give them a dollar right after the light turns green. And it's like, okay, great. You're just, you're holding up all of this traffic. You're going to make people miss the light cycle, and then they're going to have to wait even more just because this person is uh, panhandling, not only illicitly, because most of the time these, there are signs posted out there that you aren't to be panhandling in the median because one, you'll hold up traffic, and two, you're just going to end up um, doing the whole if you uh, give a mouse a cookie effect, you know, like the child's book. Yeah, what we need is a law to put the mental incompetent away. So therefore, if they have so many violations or basically get confronted with law enforcement, that they give them some kind of ticket or warning. After a few tickets or warnings, they should put them in a hospital where they need to be because a lot of these are 50% are mental patients that were ex-all drug addicts and alcohol. Yikes. That's a big where were the hops? Where, where were the ho hospitals come from? They were shut down in the 60s. No, we got Napa State Hospital. We got Laguna Hospital. We have a lot of hospitals, and basically they just don't have the money to put them there because we, we are a lot of our money to the opposite, to catering to the homeless instead of putting them away. The mental patients, that's the problem. Catering to the homeless, what does that mean? Well, it's, it's pretty simple. In downtown, uh, particularly in Golden Gate and Livingworth, there's a spot here where the, all the drug dealers hang out to sell drugs. At the same time, they have two, three blocks of shopping neighborhood. So what people do with the drug addicts, they go steal two blocks away at Nordstrom's, walk two blocks to the drug spot where they buy the stuff, and then they walk and buy the half a block to buy the drugs in the same place where they sold their hot stuff. At the same time, the city caters and puts a showers out there right where the dope spot is where everybody can uh, take a shower and use drugs and sell drugs in the same corner. So the city is catered to the city uh, by putting all these showers right next to the spots where they sell drugs and use drugs. I mean, instead of putting them in good areas of showers, they, they cater to them by bringing them right to them in the showers. So now the drug addicts sell, buy drugs, and take a shower and put a tent up all in the same block area. So, I mean, we allow that. Let's see. On, on another note here, with regards to the city and overuse of red tape, I actually became uh, more aware of this a while back with... Uh, 
this time when the city of San Francisco decided to put a ban on tobacco-flavored wraps there. Uh, and I just thought, wow, we're going to start chapping down on mom-and-pop stores over that. Oh, yeah. And that was the whole idea. Yeah, it's just like our tax dollars hard at work. Like, don't you guys have bigger issues to take care of? Uh, yeah, and when, you, <clears throat> when you say that was the whole idea... What does that mean? Well, the whole idea is for the corporate to take over to get the little guy out. And a lot of times, w that's what's happening. We're getting the little guy out to selling the, the, the smokeless, uh, you know, tobacco. It, uh, and then the, uh, and the big guy kicks in and sells the regular cigarettes to him anyway. So it doesn't really matter. At the same time, we have a, 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 no, a no plastic straw law in San Francisco, but then they give free needles away. So it really doesn't make sense. You're making my head explode. <laughs> This is Dean Bocci talking. Dean is a uh, plumber, long-time San Francisco, born and raised uh, uh, person from a uh, long uh, history of San Francisco residents in the Italian community. Uh, I met uh, Dean uh, quite by accident a couple weeks ago at a restaurant near uh, World Headquarters. And uh, here we are. It's one of those people that you, that, that you meet... And you can't stop talking to and with about just about everything. Josh, who was on the phone just then? Somebody inquiring about our tangy tangerine availability. That was all. That's all. NP that's all people can talk. Yeah, they, they want. They want yeah, to go. But we don't want. want I, I just cave. said something wrong here. There's nothing more important than people having questions about the products that we sell. But I haven't given the phone number for people to call if they want to join the program. Yeah, that number nice. is 831-479-1080. Now, I was explaining to Dean before we went on the air um, that people, um, I am, maybe I didn't tell you this. I think I told you this in a previous conversation. I'm a person who never accepts personal responsibility for anything. I always turn the blame on someone else. For example, if we have a radio program where we invite callers and there are no callers, then I blame the, the listeners who are not calling <laughs> in instead of blaming myself for having a boring-ass program. You know? I know what you mean, yeah. And, and at, it, it used to work before. It, you, but, but the audience got hip to this old trick. What I'm talking about is when I didn't have as many callers as I want, I would threaten to sing if we didn't get more callers. And that would work, too. That, for, for a while, it, it, it made, whenever I made that threat, it lit up like a Christmas tree. But then you and made we, a fan club afterwards. Huh? You made a fan club of, of your singing. Like, every now and then you get people calling in with requests. So is there anybody who has a request today? Uh, not at the moment, but it could change. <laughs> Maybe I ought to turn to a dating service here and have more people call in. <laughs> hey, we could, listen, uh, we were talking about that. You know, you, you, you came up to me when we met a second time. You, you know, I, I was on my way to uh, Sotomar. Sotomayor? So, how do you say Sotomata. it? So, okay, neither. Okay, it's filling up pretty quick now. Um, so, um, and, and, I, and I happened to see you. And, you know, I nudged you and said, hey. And he said, oh, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you. Um, you know, KGO melted down a few years ago. We don't have anything up here. 
And I said, you're right, we don't. We need to have something up here. Something live like a Howard Stern type of show, maybe, or something. Yeah. A bunch of liberals and uh, conservatives. And, and I was, and I, in anticipation of that, talksf.com is something that I grabbed a, a few years ago. That's a great deal. And, and we, can, we can bring that alive. And if, and if it's not broadcast, if it's only online or on apps or, in, you know, streaming exclusively, then we can say bleep all the time. We can say bleep you, oh, we can say you, you, you mother bleeper and everything. You can't say any of that here on this station, you know, uh, or, or, or on any broadcast station without running afoul of the Federal Communications Commission guidelines. Right? And rules right. and regulations. Um, what rules? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, there are no rules for digital is what you're saying, right? Basically, But yeah. there's nothing but rules for us. Yep. It's not... Does that make any sense at all? It doesn't. And also the, the rules around language and not having specified words, just saying vulgarity and leaving it up to the viewers, it's just like... It puts us walking on eggshells. Okay. Do you like walking on eggshells, Dean? I used to when I used to drink, but I, I haven't drank in a while. Sometimes my vision goes bad, so it feels that way. But in general, it, it's, it's not what, a good feeling. What do you mean? What, what makes your vision go bad? Well, I don't know if it's if I stand up too fast sometimes, like a head rush sometimes you get. Oh. You, know, you know what I mean? It's getting older. I'm, I'm 55 years old now, so it's kind of expected. I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty I fortunate see. in that way. Okay. Well, because I, I have a friend who had some eye problems over the years, but they went away. They'd come on and go away. And then, you know, all of a sudden it turns out he's been having, he's had glaucoma for many years and lost most of his sight. I hope you got to, you got to check that out. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've gotten uh, recent physicals and I seem to be okay so okay, far. Okay, good. All righty, 479-1080 in area 831. If you're calling from outside of 831 area code, you'll have to punch in that area code to talk to uh, Dean Bocci, my special guest today on the Saturday special, and MZ, and Josh, Josh Stevens. Greetings. And if you want to talk to, no, I, I was just including you in whether people want to talk to you. I, I wasn't, never mind. Hey, it looks like we have a, a, a full board now. Yeah. Or, I... or damn near it. And no one wants me to sing, right? Nope. Somebody uh, did request uh, bocce's for lunch in Georgia by Ray Charles, though. Georgia? <laughs> yeah. I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. They, for me? Or did they, they want me to play Georgia by Ray Charles? Not uh, Georgia, not me trying to do Georgia by Ray Charles. Maybe they want you to try and do that song. I yeah. can do that. But, yeah. but, but we, got a, we got a full board here. So Let them wait. Let them No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I think you should have ran for president. You would look just like Bernie Sanders. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, Rory in Watsonville. Welcome to the good, Saturday good special. Program. Yes, great program. Good guest. Dean, see thank you. MZ later for the, for the nutrients to help you in your head rushes. But anyway, oh, 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 yeah. Great, thank you. Uh, good. I, I just tuned in at about quarter past the hour, and man, are you nailing it as only a native San Franciscan can. And my, Thank you, uh. my grandmother was born before the quake. She was 12 when the quake hit. So, And my dad was born in San Francisco. So I have some... So she was born in 1895. Wow. Correct. Wow. Correct. She watched San Francisco burn. And um, anyway, 
the point. I, you, you're making all the right points, Dean. And Thank you, my yeah. mom's family is Italian descent from Southern California, so I've got the two sides of the state perspective on San Francisco and, and gradually much of California. They are insane. They are mad. Like you said, they set up showers so the thieves can take a bath and then go buy drugs. All in the same neighbor, all in one laws. block. Yeah, great. Yeah. And and it's it's a Cloward and Piven plan to destroy the system. Bring it all down, man. And you're old enough. MZ's certainly old enough to remember that phrase. They want to bring down the system. That is the civilization that we have built. Us from Ireland, Italy, Norway, Spain, you know, the wherever that ended up in the u.s ended up building this civilization they are hell bent to destroy it some are useful idiots that don't know what's going on but the leaders know exactly what's going on and it's going to take Do you include you you must include the current leader like oh yeah the, the mayor london breed oh yeah you think that's what oh, she yeah. really oh, yeah. wants to bring down the system and and yes and, she does oh yeah L london policies London Braid. Go ahead, Dean. I'm sorry. Yeah, London Braid was. I mean, she's probably one of the worst mayor at this time for the economics as well as the crime and the liberalism. They're letting everybody out of jail. They're giving everybody, all the poor people, as much as money as you want in any way you want for anything. At the same time, they're all just hand in hand, just feeding each other with all the corruptions, and everybody's on a handshake, and everybody's in it together to give everything free, free, even my own, raise my own, pay the whole nine yards. They don't yeah, they're all juiced in, Dean. Big time. They take Everybody's care of their buddies. It. They're juiced in. And the thing is, you you nailed it. And somebody's got to put up a political ad. San Francisco bans plastic straws, yet they give away 400,000 <laughs> hypodermic needles a month. It's 400,000 a month, people, whoever can hear And then we spend all the money I'm on the... Oh, it's ridiculous. We spend all the money on the homeless for temporary housing instead of putting them in housing. Why don't the city just build they housing? The homeless, the homeless are a battering ram against the average law-abiding citizen. I literally watched the news yesterday, and they're interviewing some homeless bum in Santa Cruz, asking him about his hygiene. He's lying on his back saying, oh, yeah, I wash my hands so I don't get the coronavirus. Yeah, right. I mean, this is, there's so much wrong. So we need to enforce vagrancy laws. If you're a vagrant, you cannot just sleep on the street. Tell the ACLU to go to hell, pound sand, challenge this to the courts again. Build the mental hospital capacity to handle the number of mental patients that are on drugs, clearly out of their mind, cannot take care of themselves. Yeah, Able-bodied people, <laughs> give them a one-way ticket back to their home state or put them in a work camp out in the Mojave Desert. Get them the hell off the coast. Well, okay? I liked it, the idea it's with... unbelievable. I liked it, the idea with Trump to come in with the EPA and just clean up all the streets because if you own a sailboat, if you're any kind of sailor, if you live in a sailboat in the state of California, it's illegal after three days doing, being that you don't have a toilet. Well, if they made that law yeah. for tents, that if you don't have any toilets, that we can't have you put a tent up because it's an EPA violation, we wouldn't have any tents. Now you're allowed yep. to, uh, basically, it's a portable drug house. You just make a tent, uh, and there's yep. guys selling uh, shots or hits or whatever you want to call it inside the tent. They got lines, people outside just going in to get a hit. I mean, uh, synthetic drugs have really taken over 
and basically just made everybody yep. mental. It's, it's the phenotol. It's a hazard. Uh, it's a crystal meth. Biological. Ate it's a up. criminal biological hazard that is designed to destroy civilization. And Rory, better do something about it. Thank you for being the first caller no. on today's Saturday special. There goes uh, Dean. Uh, no, there go. What's his name? Rory. You're, you're Dean, and I'm poor old MZ. Here's Scott and Coralitos. Reasons for no change. Go ahead, Scott. You're on. Good morning, Mike and Dean and Josh. Thank you. Um, good topic. And Roy, he's, he always makes, Rory, I mean, makes great points, I think. Um, and I think all this chaos stems, you know, last 30 years, the way we're voting, or not the way I'm voting, but the way the mass people are voting, because the, the, same, the same politicians are in office all the time, or a continuation of the same train of thought. And, and they so easily you know, make bad rules, you know, like the, the $900 uh, free ripoff before you get busted. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. If you do that $900 under 900 in San Mateo County or in a different county, that's tough. They give you six months in jail. Nobody's doing it. It's only San Francisco where they're doing it big time. And Santa Cruz, right? Well, Santa Cruz will do the same thing. They put you in jail here for three to six months, and so people learn their lesson. Only the new ones that don't. But in San Francisco, they come to San Francisco to do crime because they don't do anything about it. So it's a little different. Well, San Francisco, to me, is the scariest place on earth. I don't ever want to go there. Why does it um, have it, the most expensive real estate when it's the scariest place on earth to a lot of people? You know, I not, don't not, know. Ju not just to Scott. Well, you got to remember the social media and the dot comers coming in, and they make a lot of damn money. They need a place to live, and they don't care about monies or values, and they can overprice and overpay for everything. So that kind of ruins our economy as well. Yeah. Bidding and then you got yeah. guys like uh, Newsom and, and Governor Brown. And the bullet train and the sanctuary city and sanctuary state. Well, I mean, I never got to vote no, on that. that. That's a good good subject about the sanctuary law because in San Francisco, they, they say there's a sanctuary law, and there's nothing wrong with that, and I like the idea of it. But you're not supposed to sanction people that are committing crime from other countries, doing crime, going to jail and let them out. That shouldn't be, uh, you know, that's our problem right there is our sanctuary laws are for the wrong people. It should well, be the for sanctuary, only... the, it's, a, it's a bad idea. I mean... I, I can agree with Monterey Bay Marine Sanctuary. That's a sanctuary. You know, I can believe in, in, in the mountain range and, you know, the open spaces being sanctuaries. But, you know, why are we hiding criminals? That's, that's right. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. And you, and you got 25, you know, people in one corner, all from Central America. They all come around the bases to make a lot of money, to do yeah. it illegally. And they know that the law can't do nothing to them. So that's why they're there. They don't do that in San Mateo or San Jose. So, you know, you yeah. got 100 dealers in the corner selling drugs, run up to us like a car drive through Well, there's get so many things. Want. That's what I'm saying. There's so many things that need to be changed. And the people who we voted into office, um, you know, they make the bad rules really simply and fast, and we can't change them. Well, the problem is that they create their own economy by making all these rules to get more workers to grow and grow and grow, and the more resources Apparently come out. Apparently so. That's part Apparently of the problem. So, so if you cut the, the drug use off, you got 200 guys that go around watching for people to OD that are going to be no job. Then you got 100 guys picking up news and not going to have a job. So everybody's just as all... But that's just wrong. I mean, that's it's a problem. common sense wrong, you know? It's just... <laughs> And if you give needles sick. away, you got to have people clean them up. And if you give needles away, they're going to use drugs. They're going to have people stealing and robbing. you got to have something to accommodate those things. We yeah. haven't done that. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, we, if we let needles we all in, agree. We you all might as well open this. hospitals up. You're gonna, if you're going to let people have free needles, you might as well open hospitals going to go to after because that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You, you yeah, must have and more and police. They're going to steal more, too. So, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's a crime-free city. You know, that's it goes why. on and on. It doesn't stop. You know, it's, it's like there's so many things. I'm a, I'm a, a state-licensed uh, contractor, and, you know, anytime you go to a supply store, there's illegals. I mean, I'm bidding against illegal oh, aliens big time. Well, that are taking work. Well, and the state contractors board, they're supposed to keep them... You know, from doing jobs over three hundred dollars. That's right. Well, don't get me wrong. Uh, the good thing about you know the debate that I can say is that it's gotten real. I don't know if it can say it's good or not, but it's gotten real racist and real biased. And what oh, I've yeah. no, and what I've noticed that a lot of guys with wealth, particular white guys, they would rather hire another white guy and pay more money just not to get someone that's illegal or at the same time they commute with them. So they're willing to pay more. So in that instance, oh, yeah. I've, I've been really fortunate where I get more money because the immigrants, they don't want them to do it. So they give me more money on that basis. But in yeah. some places it can backfire. In San Jose or Santa Cruz, that's the opposite. But in the city, I've noticed it's gotten real racist and biased more than ever in my whole life of being here. The last 10 years has gotten really bad with that. And well, I'm you, telling you, there's more illegal people doing contracting than there are oh yeah i'm sure legals. oh i'm sure when that's you know that's part you know of, and, and shouldn't shouldn't our taxes take care of that for us oh should we, you know well you we gotta pay remember, them yeah, constantly well, well if you look at the good thing about that is that there's a lot of illegals doing uh, work at the same time they don't do very good work so they have to do it again and that's when you kick in to make more money to do it right again so you can depend yeah. on how you look at it you know what unfortunately I mean? a lot of people in the landscape business don't really care well, see, oh yeah that's correct well see the thing is that the landscaping business to be honest with you the, the white guys really there's really hard to find a white guy crew that does landscaping because white guys don't work hard it's always just, you know the the latins or the europeans are the hard working labor wise and people, yeah well generally you need young people and young people yes, across the board don't want to work hard that well, nobody no wants matter to work what color hard. All Americans and the white guys have everybody's gotten real lazy now. Has gotten overweight, and drinking yeah. Pepsi's on the phone, and uh, uh, I'd rather hire an immigrant too to dig a trench or you know make a fence because yeah, I know it's going it to get done. But yeah, you know what? At the same time, they're you know they're undercutting. Oh yeah, our big time. Well, just like you go to the hospital, you got ten immigrants in front of you, and you need help, but they're going to help them first. And you know, if you say anything like that, you're called a racist. But to be honest with you, my best friends are illegal. Immigrants. Oh, well, I, so my, what, yeah, well, I, know, I come from immigrant parents as well, and, it, you know, racism and biases, that, that's, you know, personal choice and opinion, but it's just overall aspects of looking at. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? That's what it comes down to, dollar for dollar, whatever you want to call it. It has nothing to do with it. So since we're on the same agreement, how do we change things? It, it's people we vote into office, right? Yes, and that's the problem is that people don't vote, and then if they do, they vote for the wrong people. Yeah. I mean. Uh, that's it, in a know, nutshell. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Well, see, California is a, is a very uh, liberal state here, so basically anything goes and everything goes. That's Dean, why don't you run for something? Yeah. Or why don't we get Trump over here to do some more well, that's uh, what we need. campaigning? We need, we need Trump's laws and rules to uh, kick in, and we won't have all this Three stuff. Three or four weeks ago, I had, um, what's his name, John? Um, oh, man, my senior moment here. Anyhow, he's running against uh, Nancy Pelosi for the fourth oh, or fifth good. time. Uh, she's Anybody you know, uh, but her. Yeah, but but uh, he he I, I was going to have him on for two hours. He called me at seven forty-five. I said, "Uh oh, the guy's going to cancel." He didn't cancel, but he said, "I can't do two hours. I can only do thirty minutes," because Trump had retweeted his video of him being attacked by Antifa people. You know, <laughs> and, and he went from twenty thousand views to about two point five million views in, oh over, my. in two hours. You know, so, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So John wow. Dennis is his name. So, um, yeah. And I was talking to John uh, and I said, why don't we have a um, 
Why doesn't Trump do a, a rally in California? It's, yeah, absolutely. And, and oh, yeah, hell yeah. He said he has done one in the, in the Central Valley. I said, no, but here in San Francisco, why not? Yeah. And so, and so why not? Yeah. More and more people are saying you would be surprised at how many people who you wouldn't expect to be Trump supporters Oh, yeah, they're undercover are. Trump supporters. There's many of them. I yeah, mean, yeah once they go in that booth. Three out of ten know. of them are undercover Trump supporters. Good. Yeah, anyhow, hey, thank you very much for calling the Saturday special, Scott. You're welcome. And One quick side note. Yeah, thank you. My wife, Angela Barbagelata, do you remember John Barbagelata, San Francisco? I do, I do. He, he was, uh, I think, the last Republican uh, supervisor up yeah, there. Yeah, back in the 80s or something like that. Yeah, or, or 70s, yeah. late 70s, yeah. Anyways, that's all. All, all right, right, thank you. Here comes uh, Andres in Capitola about panhandling. Hi, Andres. Hey. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, um, you guys were talking about panhandling and that, you know, hearing, uh, what's his name, Rory and, and the last caller. So the last caller has it completely right. It's it's not the homeless themselves that are to get angry at or, or you know, Rory described them as a, a battering ram. If someone is breaking into your house or your castle using a battering ram, you don't get mad at the battering ram. You you go after the person that's using the battering ram. So um, panhandling, if you see someone panhandling not aggressively, if they're just standing in the middle of an uh, intersection on a little island and they're holding up a sign and the driver decides to hold up traffic, why would you get angry at the panhandler? Shouldn't it be the driver who's holding up traffic? I'd say both um, of them are. I I disagree. I mean, unless the the panhandler is being aggressive about it, he he might be a distraction or she might be a distraction. But I think it it falls on on the driver who stops and doesn't you know give the money in a more fluid more more uh, fluid way with traffic. Um, I just wanted to point that out. And, you know, use your logic when you're talking about this kind of stuff because we don't want to start turning this into a, a scapegoating the homeless in general. Yeah, there they might be a, a, a bad health uh, risk and all this other stuff, but it's really it's the policies that were put in by the local politicians and maybe even the state politicians that put us in the situation that we are, um, in my opinion. Okay. MZ, MZ. Yeah. Um, you taking requests for, for karaoke? Sure. Um, do you have anything against Leonard Cohen? No, um, uh, Suzanne, it's me. <laughs> that, that's, that's the guy who did that, right? That's the only one that, well, I, uh, I, I, that I can even think the, of. And everybody knows. I don't think I even know that. So everybody, ex <laughs> everybody except me knows. Was that a country Apparently. western or something? <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's karaoke. <laughs> but, but am I right that Le the, on the only Leonard Cohen, and I think I'm, maybe it's, I'm thinking of someone else, Suzanne was the name of a popular hit that I remember uh, that I, I think. I don't know that did. one. I only know the uh, Everybody Knows, and then there's uh, I'm Your Man. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know too many other songs. I think he does uh, some covers that are really good, but I think that, that voice matches your, your singing style. Really? Okay. Well, I'll... I'll noodle that and Monster Mash. I'll take Monster Mash any day. Even if really? It's That's so easy. You just talk. You just talk, and it's yes. just doesn't require. What do you think, Josh Stevens? Absolutely. You want me to do Monster Mash? Absolutely. On that note, because you mentioned uh, it's a Halloween-related yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Uh, since you mentioned a Halloween rela or Halloween related song, I was actually thinking the other day I should pester Dave Michaels and get a KSCO neon green hat and KSCO neon green jacket, and I could be poor old MZ for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only way Dave might allow someone besides the the um, the authentic me to wear that color. Anyhow. Um, so listen, Andres. Uh, thank you very much. I, I will. Uh, I will. Uh, I will think about that and maybe. All right. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Okay. Next caller will be, da da da, -da Colonel Terry, let who for a change you. has some smart talk. Great. Thank you. MC, let me come on after your break, which is coming up. Please. Oh, you were hip to that old trick, huh? We wanted to have an excuse to get rid of you at <laughs> well, the top yeah, of the I hour. I've got important things to say that even you'll agree okay, with. Okay, okay. I'm uh, going in to agree with Rory. I'll, okay, I'll okay, good. Here Now here's KSCO's Rosie with a coronavirus update. Hi, um, MZ. Hi, everybody. Um, I received an email this morning from the county of Santa Cruz, and it says, quote, on Friday evening, March 6th, Test results confirmed a COVID-19 diagnosis for a resident who previously traveled on the Grand Princess cruise ship from San Francisco to, Feb to Mexico, February 11th to 21. The case was not acquired through community spread. Santa Cruz County Public Health is conducting a thorough investigation in identifying any potential exposures that may have occurred due to medical privacy issues. The county is not disclosing identifying information regarding this individual, said Dr. Gail. Newell, we are taking the situation seriously and are taking steps necessary to protect the health and safety of Santa Cruz County residents. Of course, as you know, we already have a, um, a health emergency has been declared. And then she goes on and talks about um, uh, the symptoms, etc., which I think everybody knows, and I think everybody knows what to do. But well, what are, what are we supposed to do now with that information? The inform with that information is to be cautious and to do the things you know that you should do, which is wash your hands frequently, don't go out into large gatherings of people, and just behave and, and be calm and carry on. We don't all have it, but it is the first case that is here in the county, and that okay. has been confirmed this morning. All right. Thank you, Rosie. Okay. Yeah, take care. Um, I was Rosie. Um, everybody knows Rosie here. Hey, we're at the end of the first hour. So Colonel Terry, we will hold over. Dick in Santa Cruz, we will hold over. And Margaret in Santa Cruz, we will hold over. Thank you. And Monterey, Highway 17, also at the limit as well from Santa Cruz to San Jose. Only slowdown to report within our areas is Highway 101 southbound. You're dealing with 20 minutes worth of delay due to ongoing road work just before San Juan Road all the way till you get up to Echo Valley Road. After that, it is smooth sailing in your southbound approach towards Salinas. It's currently 53 outside KSCO. Today, we are expecting some showers to linger. We actually have some showers to the west of us, and they are currently taking... It's currently raining up the north coast, uh, heading along Highway 1 up towards San Mateo County. Tonight, we're expecting a low of 40, mostly clear skies tonight, patchy fog, and partly sunny skies for your Sunday morning. KSCO News Talk time almost 11.07. Time now for our number two of the Saturday special with poor old MZ. Josh, Josh Stevens, are you enjoying the program today? Be honest. I am thrilled. Why? 
because we're getting a lot of engagement with callers and it's just fascinating subjects and it makes for damn good radio. Good, good, good. We like this. Okay, um, so here let's uh, let's open hour number two with our official hour two intro. Are you ready? Three, two, one. I've never been so insulted in my life. George Myers says, For the sake of humanity, please do not sing. We are busy washing our hands. And the last thing we need is a distraction. The end of the world is near, and the last thing we need to hear is you singing Monster Mash. I'm sorry, baby, but I really gotta go to KSCO Radio. Bye. Jaunty. Oh. Hi, Jaunty. Hi. <laughs> that wasn't a very enthusiastic hi. Yeah, sorry. Can you can you hear um, how scratchy my voice is? Yes, it's terrible. Don't tell me you've got it. I want to get off the phone. I don't want to catch it. Well, I don't. I don't have a fever, so I, I don't think I, uh, that I'm uh, a candidate. Fortunately. But. You sound as bad as your outgoing message on your cell phone. Oh, I, I did record a new one. Good. Yeah, because you're, for, for about 10 years, your outgoing message uh, it was very stuffy, and it sounded like you were really sick when you recorded it. Mm. Yeah, I probably was. Um, so let's see here. MZ, what, what do we got to talk about? Uh, you're supposed to come up with, a, with an update. Uh, a digital uh, media, a, a KSCO ZBS digital media update. So um, we've got, uh, I've been reporting on that whole uh, COVID-19 thing. I'm doing daily updates on that during the week. Um, and uh, next week, we're going to do a little experiment. We're going to try live streaming dead docs actually during the show online huh during what yeah, that's what you during the dead doc show oh, oh okay did he say live stream yeah yeah you, you did say live stream. yeah i know we did talk about that right and and but can't people it's always been available on the komy stream when it's live right but now it's we're gonna yeah. really promote the hell we're, out of it right we're gonna live stream it on uh, on Facebook and YouTube. Sorry, I should have been a little more specific. Right. <laughs> okay. What's new with the shit? Um. Uh, there's things that you and I can talk about. Maybe not on the air. Um. But yeah, we've there's some things we could get him going on. Yeah, because uh, we're definitely we've definitely moved along in the right direction. You know, with the scrubbing and the, you know being a lot more precise, and and the you know when you listen to a program, if you want to listen to it twice as fast, you know just make it go twice as fast. Now you can do that through the app. It's amazing. Uh, Dean, do you know that we have an amazing app 
No, I didn't the know that. KSCO app, yeah. Sir, you, use your smartphone, whatever platform it is, to just search for KSCO and download it. It's free. You can get a copy of this program. You can listen to it on demand forevermore, you know. And so uh, thanks to Jaunty and his efforts. Uh, and Jaunty's a little under the weather today, but when he's not under the weather, he performs like a yeoman. Still good, then. Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, so Jaunty, should we cut? Should we cut the, your report short today because you're not feeling well? Um. Y yeah. I mean, that's. I, I think I've said what I've what I've got to say. Um. I certainly hope everybody out there is. Uh, um. Is washing their hands and not picking their nose. <laughs> um. Okay. Unless you pick your nose directly after you wash your hands, or better yet used uh, PureWorks. And we're running... The, the, I, I got some shocking news. Yesterday, I went online to add some PureWorks to my auto ship order, <clears throat> and I couldn't find it. And I'm going to call Longevity first thing on Monday morning when I can talk to somebody and say, what's, the, what's going on here? Did, is there a run on it? Which I expect the answer is yes. Because I couldn't find it any... I wanted to order, like, another thousand cases of the stuff you know yeah well I, I can tell you that uh i went to i had an order for it in and my wife wanted to go and and maybe add something different to to my order and when she did there was some issue with it having uh gone on to back order oh. so yeah i think at the moment they're they're sold some... out but they'll hope, hopefully they'll remedy that soon well there must must be really bad because i've never seen anything on back order that was taken off the catalog, off the price sheet altogether, because I couldn't find it at all yesterday. Ah. Oh, Anyhow. Interesting. <clears throat> all right, Johnny, thank you for, uh, for the update. I hope you're feeling much better, and um, do not spread it to your family or vice versa. Uh, no, they spread it to me, actually. I'm, I'm the last one on the list. Uh, it started with daughter number one two weeks ago, and daughter number two had it uh, this last week, and... Uh, there's only so many times that somebody can cough directly in your face before right. you end up, you know, catching something. So, okay. yeah. All right. Well, hope you feel much better. Okay. Let's hear from Margaret. There goes Jaunty. Here's Margaret in Santa Cruz. Homelessness and money made from it. Hi. How are you I, feeling? Um, yeah, we're in a COVID-19 bio war. I mean, we're in a new kind of warfare here. And I got some Pure Works at the Bay Briar shop a couple of days ago from Sharon. And uh, she had two bottles left on the shelf at Bay Briar. And I love it. It's really nice. Oh, it's great. It doesn't screw up your hands and your skin and stuff because there's no alcohol in it. But, and, it and it doesn't, it works longer than five or ten seconds. It works five or eight hours. You know? Yeah, the, so. this stuff is just superior, uh, uh, bar none. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, MCA, I just before I go into my my spiel about the homeless, I, I just want to tell you that I appreciate that the Saturday special is now on YouTube. Oh, Love yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to Jaunty for making that happen. Yeah, yeah that's really great. All right. Well, um, there was an analysis study done. Showing that the police overtime costs are due primarily 
to the homeless situations that require police addressing a dispatched problem. And these costs of homelessness are hundreds of thousands of tax dollars. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's got... There's got to be some kind of benefit to our politicians that we, the people, are ignorant of. And it's well past the time that the city give a complete explanation as to exactly why they are doing what they're doing and why they're allowing in our communities. I mean, the citizens are unhappy. We're vocal about our displeasure of 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 these uh, procedures and the public servants seem to be doubling down sure they do the, the problem is that all the nonprofits are kicking in living off all these homeless benefits and if you shut the homeless down all these surrounding nonprofits organizations are going to go so it's all in it together where everybody's making a lot of money off of it is what it comes down to so they're not going to shut the homeless down or they're going to or any kind of situation because it's a big economy around it and so it's going to go on forever and ever unless we change the laws which is never going to happen because the people are never going to move away to change the laws it's the same people over and over are voting well you don't see that kind of depravity of of the human spirit and the and just the the image of the homeless you don't see that in monterey well in monterey you can't go steal something and get a shower and go sell it all in the same neighborhood either and the police have nothing to do but jack you up in monterey so they're not going to go out there they're going to go to san francisco where no one cares that's what that is right yeah so uh the politicians are getting a benefit sure and we need them to explain in full transparency then what well, then we'll be. Then we'll have a clue. Because right now we don't have a clue what why do the, the, they do what they do. The politicians are feeling very busy by giving all these resources to homeless, and that's their job is to keep busy, and that's how they're making it feel that they're very busy, and basically they're just making themselves have more work. Yeah, so shut that down. Up. I think it's a kick up, kicking okay. up some money. Big it's time a kick up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much, Margaret, in Santa Cruz. I think you make some very, very good points. Thanks for calling 479-1080. We invite others to do the same. Here's Dick in Santa Cruz about homeless immigrants and the link. Or the like. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Hello. How are you, Dick in Santa Cruz? Uh, your, your guest is great. You are great. Just don't sing, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I want to <laughs> order a couple of cases of that. that what do you call it? That sanitizer, hand sanitizer. I want two cases of that. Well, good, good luck. You know, get in line. But <laughs> I'll sell it on eBay. Okay. Hey, Brian might have it. Bullet, yeah, bullets uh, are selling might have it? too. Maybe you, maybe you ought to sell bullets, well, no, too. They, uh, they the just sales. said that yesterday there was only two of them left, and, and one of them oh, was geez. purchased at Bay Briar. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. But anyhow, yeah, well, I, I spray you know, it on my corner. index finger, and then I stick my, and then I pretend <laughs> like I'm picking my nose. Don't tell us where you stick it, please. Yeah. Well, but um, I don't mind no. telling people. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Yeah, you heard about you heard about the fella saying, uh, the congressman, or no, it was a CBS News anchor saying, we should all get corona and get it over with and save the, the economy. I'm kind of with that guy, but anyway, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's bad flu as far as I... I as far as the numbers are going, it, it's a joke. It's There's no pandemic. It's Anyway, I wanted to talk... I do have my uh, opinions, as you know, Mike. Um, 
I wanted to talk about, yeah, the link between homelessness and immigration. Now, are we a sanctuary city? Is Watsonville a sanctuary city? What does the whole, that mean? I know, the I whole state of California became a sanctuary state now. So, I guess, yeah. so certain cities are calling in or not. San Mateo has been known to call immigration, even though it's a sanctuary state. San Mateo does get away with it. Some little cities right. probably do, I'm sure, and it's not going to mention it. Orange. Yeah, so, so let me ask you this. You're, you're, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Now, Thank now, you. Uh, are uh, are illegals getting Section Eight housing vouchers? Vouchers? I can't. Vouchers. They, vouchers. They, 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 they actually do qualify. And what, what usually happens in that situation is you're usually married to someone else that's a citizen, or they have kids here, so they put them on application so Bingo. they do come in. Yep. They so got that's kids. how that works. That's sure. right. That's right. So. So what's the solution that all the uh, government guys, including all the way up to Gavin Newsom, what are they saying the solution is? To give more money just to drag it on forever and ever? There is no solution. It's just to give well, no, it more we resources. Know the, we, know the, we know the internal talk among the bureaucrats. We know the deep state. I'm talking about what they tell us the solution is. What is it? More housing. 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 And what, what do we have? We have... Sanctuary City, what, and what's going on with sanctuary cities? They give away housing to illegals. What's going So well, why do we have homeless? Well, I'm sorry. In San Francisco, Section 8 is no longer honored. Uh, it's so expensive to rent, and everybody's wealthy now, so they won't even take you in. It has to be the outgoing cities. Cemetery. Uh, oh, yeah. Like here. They can't qualify. Yeah, they, they qualify here, but any of these rich cities, they yeah. don't take Section 8. They, they don't. I got to tell you, I got to tell you one short story, okay, and then I'll get off the phone. I just just so I can P.O. everybody. Um, my friend, who's very fluent in Spanish, was sitting at a local establishment, eating establishment, and there was four young ladies of Latino descent talking, and they realized they figured they could just talk freely. So one turns to the other, oh, I just got here. Oh, great. Uh, what am I going to do to stay here? Well, that's easy. You just get a boyfriend, you have a baby, and then you move on from the relationship. Then you do it again, and you get another twelve hundred bucks. And then you do it again, and you get another twelve hundred bucks. And before you know it, you'll be driving what I got. Well, that's what they're doing. But there's another <laughs> way that they're doing it as well. And one way a lot of them are doing is that they they're in San Francisco, and these are a lot of European immigrants as well. Is they say they got yeah. robbed and hurt, and they become a victim, and then they get a citizenship. Oh. That's the next gimmick. We're give we're giving away too many secrets here. You, you're too smart. Oh. Well, if you got robbed, you got hurt, you become a victim. So then you, uh, they got assistance and you become now, a citizen. I have friends that have done now, that and they haven't been hurt. Yeah. Huh. There is a light at the t at the end of the tunnel, though. Is Mike still there or is he? I sure am. Nose again? No, I, I'm okay. By the way, do you, do you pick your nose before or after washing your I nose? I don't pick it. I don't pick it at all. I just oh, use, okay. I just... <laughs> Put some some. His some, girlfriend does. I put some foam. I, <laughs> I put I some. I confused. I put some well, Pure Works foam on it and then rub it in both nostrils. Oh, and okay. so far, I haven't caught even the flu, let alone the um, coronavirus. Okay. So far. Well, don't don't touch anything or anybody. Okay. Listen. One uh, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. The Supreme Court did decide in Kansas over the weekend, I guess, or just recently. That if you're an illegal and you use somebody else's social security number, that's a crime. Now, when is that going to come around here? Is that a crime or not a crime? 
No, uh, it's a crime in reality, but in California, it becomes an infraction, which they don't even in care about or enforce. They're only enforcing no. laws for here for robbing and stealing people. I'm surprised it's not people. a crime to not do that. You know, you're right, Mike. It is, it is a crime because uh, employers, uh, if they tattletale, it's a $10,000 fine in California, if, I think, if you're a government worker. It's it's somewhere, you know, I got mixed, mixed up a little here, but there, the fine's $10,000, and if you try to turn in somebody with a false Social Security number around the sanctuary city, you're the criminal. Oh, yeah, so big time. Everybody, everybody have a good day. I've been taking your time up. Thanks for giving me this chance. Dick, did you really mean that I shouldn't sing even Monster Mash? It's just talking. It isn't even singing. Michael. You you need you know uh, you and Nick have to get together for some voice lessons. Nick, isn't it Nick that calls up and tries to teach you how to sing? Oh, there's one fellow. Okay. Anyway, but it, okay. what about Josh Stevens? Josh wants me to sing Monster Mash, and I have it all cued. Well, let me let me call up. Uh, you know, American Idol, and get him on the line here. Okay. I right, know we do have to get back to Colonel Terry here. Uh, everything has been cleared. There's nobody on the on the lines anymore now. The lines have been cleared. That means Colonel Terry is going to be on for the rest of the show. Unless, of course, I decide to sing. I don't need to be on for the rest of the show, but just a few minutes to talk about reality. Okay. As you know, MZ, I preach we must respect and recognize reality. And, for example, when I make a comment that I'm frustrated at Sanctuary City and State, and county permitting hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens to invade Santa Cruz County and the entire state. And I make a smart comment about that, and someone overhears me in a line downtown shopping. These lefties, liberal ladies, will confront me and say, you're a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm a realist. I respect reality. And the facts are we can sanctuary city, sanctuary state, sanctuary county are stupid. Absolutely, the stupidity uh, of the state and local governments here in California. Again, it's, it's, there's extreme stupid left-wing stupidity with sanctuary city and state, and there's uh, lunatic, uh, ridiculous right-wing stuff denying women choice after they've been raped and made pregnant. Um, so my party is the smart wing, as you know. The sanctuary city stupidity, I agree with Rory and Margaret today. Excellent statements and comments. And you know, uh, a guy was damaging my car, whom I had con I confronted and so forth downtown some years ago. He was sent here by the state of Montana County judges, exiled to California. And he told me they said to him, "Here's a hundred dollar bill torn in half. The other half of this, plus another five hundred dollars cash." We'll be waiting for you in Santa Claus County. You, here's your bus ticket one way to Santa Cruz, California. A kid with a criminal history, a drug history in Montana, about 20 years old. You go to Santa Cruz at the bus station. This guy will be waiting for you. He will be wearing an orange hat. Is he this an anecdotal story? What's that? Is this an anecdotal story? A story. Santa Claus County is when they exile criminals in Montana and Idaho and elsewhere. They send them here with a one-way bus ticket um, for years. And you know, Santa Cruz, not San Francisco. 
Santa Cruz. We're going to send you to Santa Claus County. Now, they may send some to San Francisco as well. But this kid was said Santa Cruz, is meaning Santa Claus County. Uh, that's part of our problem. Uh, but the overall problem is, as Spinoza said, too often democracies are, are uh, the, the citizens are fooled, bamboozled into voting and electing as their leaders the most corrupt or the most stupid or the most inane. And boy, do we have groups of that in Santa Cruz County. We have corruption with the supervisors. We have corruption in the city government. And the, the, the uh, $83 million project, if you look at today's uh, editorial opinion page in the Sentinel, uh, for the parking garage and whatever else, uh, the library project that's a garage in reality, absolutely a waste of our money. Why do Santa Cruz citizens and voters and taxpayers keep electing these wastrels who profligately waste our money? And also, as Roy pointed out, the nonprofits, certain of the nonprofits, not all. You know, they're con games. Um, again, the tragedy is Trump is president in some ways. However, he is correct on the immigration invasion. He's correct on the bad trade deals. We need a smart party. Now, let me bring it back to Santa Cruz locally. Forty-five percent of the eligible voters voted MZ in the last election. Forty-some percent. Tragically. So we didn't get any changes. Becky Steinbrenner should have been put on the, the county supervisor's board. Without question. She's honest and smart. And she ran against a guy who's in bed with... What's wrong in this county? Was friend, I couldn't believe it. It's it, tragic, just tragic. And uh, all the supervisors demonstrated for years. I've observed it. The, uh, they're they're voting on the uh, the village in Aptos. What a ripoff that was. We now have uh, an excessive village of Aptos with concentration camp architecture to look at because of the corruption and inanity. Colonel Terry, can you direct some of your smart talk to our guest? I feel like being rude to him. Oh, no, no. I, well, I agree with him fully. No, he is really well informed. I didn't catch his first name. I'm sorry. Dean. Dean. Dean yes. Bochi. Dean, I will buy you an MZ lunch sometime. Thank and you. We'll... And you're, are you going to restrict what I'm allowed to have like you did once the, the one time before? Do you remember that, Colonel Terry? I, I was never restricted. I was ordering too much, you thought, and you said, hey, put a lid on an MZ. Remember that? That was when you ordered three meals for yourself. I didn't order three meals. I, I would never do that. That's a rude thing to do. Coming but, back to meals here, we've got to recognize reality. We've got to decide. We want this county to turn into a swamp hole of impoverished illegal immigrants and out-of-stater um, on welfare, uh, given sanctuary as well as just Santa Claus treatment. Or we want to face the facts. If we get rid of all the illegals, who's going to do all the work around here? I just came from the restaurant, and it's all uh, everybody's in there. Three fourths of them are immigrants, and we wouldn't have any more service. So we want to take all of them out. Well, we don't need all their children overflowing our schools, do we? Illegally. Uh, it was not supposed to do that. It wasn't supposed to work that way, but things happen, and sometimes uh, that's why California is so liberal. Everybody just lets it go. It's easy going. Well, but, no, I, I agree, but we. MZ, you, you and the station should get behind a reform movement to recognize the facts and reality about what's wrong, stupid, and wasteful, and long-term disastrous. 
for this city, county, and state and fix those the solutions Dean made reference. Greg, that's correct. Do you think we have that much influence? I think you could. You could start yeah, a I moment. I think we could. Sure we can. Sure and we can. I, 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 let's have Dean address that. Dean, what would you have MZ put out regularly to implement solutions on all those things you've highlighted? Well, we have to have good conversations with good people so we can bring up the attention to the supervisors and the governors around here to get the attention, and that's part of the problem, but we don't have that attention right now. And that's what we need, more focused on uh, the more upper level and upper etchum. Understood. Well, I'll get off and let you guys address that. Thank you, Colonel Thank Terry. You. That was Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, here comes Marianne and Salinas. Hi, Marianne and Salinas. Hi, Hi Mary. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. I um, have a question. I haven't heard anything about it. There, uh, I think our state legislature, our esteemed state legislature, voted in that all new houses being built starting i'm not sure what year next year the year after must have solar panels for heating do you know that have you heard that well i've heard that i've 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 actually been pretty pretty uh, aware of stuff like that right now certain counties are elected that san jose uh los angeles there's about four or five counties that are doing that making you go solar the problem with solar is that it's a waste of energy and a waste of resources because it really doesn't do any good here because there's not enough sun and it's so expensive to put on it's kind of like a tankless water it's a waste of energy so i don't know if it's going to pass that, in my concern is that the um the housing supply might plummet because builders won't want to do that it costs more money it seems sure it like, does. to have you know, another eight, ten thousand dollars, more, more, way more than that. So, the, 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 yeah, the, people won't be able you know, to afford. Well, the, the, prob- the problem is that the, the the state here and the laws are not regulated for poor people like me and you to buy stuff. This is for the rich people the stuff to buy, and they don't care about the ten or twenty thousand. They're not catering to the poor people of the state. It's to the rich only. So it doesn't mean nothing. You know, they can add all they want to because the people got money to pay for it. That's why people are building it, and that's why they make these rules and regulations. It's to cater to the rich, so, not to the poor. So there will be less housing, so there will be more homes. Oh, and there will be more housing for the rich and less housing for the poor is how that works. Yeah, and they're the homeless, and they're the homeless people, right? They're well, you got to remember when you say homeless, that's a good subject because a lot of these guys are not homeless. These are mental patients, drug addicts. People that don't want to work, that never worked, or are kind of like renegades. They're not homeless. These are not homeless people with families and babies and tents. These are all drug addicts, mental people, people that don't want to work, that are lazy, and basically taking advantage of the community. They're, they're not homeless because they got kicked out of a house because they couldn't pay the rent. These are people that never had a house or went in and out of houses and are blaming the crisis for homeless. And they've always been homeless or been drug addicts. These are not regular people. Maybe one out of 20 is an actual homeless guy, and he's the guy who lives in his car or his truck and has friends to stay over there's the guys in tents that you're seeing on the street these are all drug addicts and mental patients that have taken advantage of the laws is what that is mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. it's not a crisis it's a crisis we created by letting them do the rules and regulations that they want to do not our rules so we and let that's them get, what liberals that's the liberals sorry, a, you know it's a bunch of liberals and it's a bunch you know that's what it comes down to let everything go it's okay to steal and rob because you don't have any money and we have a lot of money so you can steal and rob that's what it comes down to 
and they create the chaos so they can... Well, they like the chaos. That's, we live off the chaos with the economy. We need people to, to watch these homeless, to housing, to put houses, to clean the streets. So it just creates more work for everybody. There's more people created work than homeless. So, you know, it's, it's an economy around the homeless that we created. So basically, we get rid of the homeless, you, you eliminate half your economy. So they're going to keep the homeless. That's part of the economy. At the same time, you're getting taxed, ticketed, permanent to the max all the way around from registration to parking tickets to tax at the grocery store and that's part of your money is going to go off to the homeless to help these homeless you're not helping them out there you're actually discouraging them and making them disabled by giving them money and, and letting them do what they want to if you cut all the resources off they won't be doing all that stuff they don't do that in vietnam or they don't do that in brazil it's only here well well you've explained it really well thank you so much thank you Thanks for calling 479-1080 in Area 831. Marianne, here's Steve in Moss Landing. Steve, you're on. Thanks. Hey, Steve. I noticed San Francisco's become a human litter box, and uh, the world's become a Petri dish for a coronavirus. It's oh, bad yeah. Karma. It's bad karma because we're on the side of the people who killed John Lennon. Think about it, people. This is, the, this is Steve Lightfoot, the... the, the John Lennon was killed by Stephen King. Yeah, some nut. He was. He was killed by Stephen King. The problem is we don't want to admit it, so we're reaping bad karma. Hmm. I haven't heard Look that Look at KGO. One. Me neither. Yeah, that's a new one to what me. What about KGO? KGO's meltdown. Uh, KGO, I God, I'm, I'm KGO is, is still more powerful than we are, but I that's think right. we have way we're gonna more kick of up. an audience. Wouldn't, well, check we, it out. Okay. Okay, in, thank in you, In the 1990s. Steve. Oh. KGO Radio, their bad karma for, for bad enough. And he just recently raped Talia Farrow, killed himself on a wilderness walk. Yeah. Ron Owen suffered multiple serious health issues. Pete Wilson died on the operating table. Gene Birds died of a complication. Bernie Ward was sent to the Texas Penitentiary for child porn trafficking. Another host committed suicide early on. They lost their stability and top talk station in a Western Hemisphere status and fell to the bottom and into, the, into several new owners' hands. And most of the staff were replaced. All these hosts rallied to wash me up and cover up my evidence find. Nikki Luckoff's wife was rendered comatose for over a year after a bicyclist hit her. I mean, that's a lot of bad luck, you got to admit. Well, people wow. create their bad luck, too. So a lot of times it's something that they just created came back as a reflection or a bounce. You don't want to mess with John Lennon, folks. All right. Okay, thank you, Steve. Uh, real quick, before I sing Monster Mash, here's, John, uh, here's a Charles Edwin Shipp about John Dennis and Pelosi. Go ahead, Charles. Hi there. Hey, how you doing? I wanted to call in and apologize for my crazy Bernie and Sleepy Joe moments last Saturday when I could not remember the name of Candace. Uh, well, that that's... That, <laughs> I'm just as bad. But So now, now we've uh, now we yeah. move on from there. So what's up? Well, that was a Biden moment when I couldn't remember. My Bernie <laughs> moment went on and on until I was cut short for not preparing my, like Mayor Doombird didn't prepare. Uh -huh. I'd like to call in next Saturday after Michigan votes because that's going to be really important. We appreciate you supporting John Dennis to run against Nancy Pelosi. Well, he's great. Yeah, I, I don't know if you dug into the archives and heard that program that we did with John. Yes, uh, I did. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's he's a good guy, and and I, I I do hope that he can use his influence to get a San Francisco Bay Area Trump rally going, because I sure would like to go to one of them. 
And that kind of addresses what some of your other callers were talking about, our, our legislators not doing what they should. You know, I kind of read his uh, bio, uh, yeah. and uh, the other candidate, Republican against him, doesn't even have one, but he has an extensive one answering all the questions correctly. He's really great. He is. He's very articulate, and he's just a nice guy. I was worried that he was sort of humorless, but I got to know him during that interview, and the guy's a lot of fun. You know, uh -huh. so so yeah, and I, I he wasn't going to run again, and you know, uh, you know who we're talking about, right? I, I do. Yeah. What do you think? So so uh, I think he's great. At the same time, I think the caller should be the leader of the Trump uh, supporters here when yeah. we have a rally here. Yeah, uh, we do some of that. <laughs> there is a website if you look for it, Google search for it, Trump events. I list coming out yesterday. You probably saw it. MC, regarding, you know, there's like 250 little towns around that have a Trump rally or a Trump training. Wow. or a, Yeah, but not know. in San Francisco, though. Not in San Francisco, well, let's, Why it's not a, start one? Exactly. We the might first, get killed. That you know, in San Francisco, you got a bunch of crazy people that, you know, get way out of hand, so it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. It can be, you can say. If I, because you, you, I told you the story about my mistakenly yes. wearing a MAGA hat thinking it was a KSCO hat and I almost got killed in the restaurant. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. The furthest one west is in Las Vegas. They, that'll be an important vote. So they're having their event just before that. And then there's another one in uh, Arizona. So I told Annette, you know, we got to start one here. In hey, I'll bet, you've got, I'll bet you've got influence because of your connection with Rush. I wouldn't, be a, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Well, he knows that uh, Trump is going to come here sooner or later. And That's right. Of course, he's kind of busy right now, <clears throat> excuse me, with the CDC and then also Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, what a it, great president. If San Francisco doesn't want to host Trump, KSCO will here in Santa Cruz. Oh, good. Proudly. Good. Proudly. Oh, great. I'm glad yeah. to say that. So, Okay. Hey, thanks, Charles. Always great to hear from you. You we'll take see care. You next okay. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, now... We're going to, um, well, let's see. We have Don and Salinas calls BS on COVID-19, and then somebody else that's being screened right now. But now, uh, since, since I don't, I want to honor Josh's request, I really, really do, I want to do the Monster Mash. I do want to do the Monster Mash. Um, Go for it, Dan, yeah, Mike. Sure, we can uh, gonna see how that goes. up here. Working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight When my monster from the slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash He did the mash he did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash he did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The 
guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking all with digging the sound. Igor on chains back by his baying hounds. The coffin bearers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kick of Five. They did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. They did the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. Monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them bodies sent you. Yes, you can monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash. What do you think, Josh Demons? That's wow. pretty good. Did that cut it? That's a that's great. That's a solid B, almost B plus. You're almost good for a radio. Wow. Wow. I just that like you have the pipes. Like I, I, I'm starting to think you might be the person who wrote that song. That that was so. Which one? The Monster Man. That one. Oh. Yeah. No, Bobby Boris Pickett did. Wait a minute. Is this another one? Is this another another by Easy Karaoke Players? I don't know. I we just I don't know what we're, what we're gonna do with that. But um, um, you know, I was asked to do that on Ghost to Ghost. You know, Halloween night for Coast to Coast AM. You know, they thought I was that good to ask me to do it for the national program that goes out to millions and millions and millions of people. Wow, MC yeah. getting syndicated. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, enough of that. Yeah, I don't like so that. someone wants uh, someone wanted Georgia on my mind. I believe so. But but we don't want to keep poor Don and Salinas waiting. That would be very 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 rude. Unless of course Don uh, Don would rather hear me sing than hear him talk. But, hi. Hi Don, how are you? I all doing good. I, I wanted to let you know and I had an epiphany. What is you it? Know, what I'm, was it? I'm I'm watching the stuff with this coronavirus, all these preventative measures, don't touch yourself, wear gloves, carry a rag to open doors, hide in your house and hug your toilet paper and hand sanitizer. And I remembered something. What? I'm a, I'm a man, okay? I'm a man. What the hell am I doing this for? This is ridiculous. You know that... What, if wait, wait, wait. What does being a man have to do with what you're talking about? I don't get it. It, it means that somebody is trying to... To, I don't know if you can say this on the. Uh, you get ready with your little leader. Okay, I'll get ready someone, with some, my, my dump your, button. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, someone someone is trying to pussify America here. That's okay. I'm we sorry. can let that go. Okay. Don't, don't you think, Josh? If, yeah, he's nodding. If you look at if you look at what's going on, MZ, the preventative measures we're doing is costing our economy more than just letting the damn thing wash across the country. I'm sorry. 
It's it's ridiculous and stupid what we're doing. You know, uh, people who do all that multiple washing hands and stuff, we used to laugh at them and call them nuts, OCDs, and yeah. go to a psychiatrist and get fixed. They're trying to turn us all into that MZ. And I'm, I've had it. I really had it. This is this, this disease is not that bad. Uh, 10 or 15 dead people out of 300 million. How are you going to feel, Don and Salinas, if you're one of the ones who expires? Well, and the, I look at it like I don't think this. How old is he anyway? How old is he? How old are you, Don? We want to know how old oh, I'm you not, well, Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kicking 60 in the rear end right now, yeah. <laughs> so you don't care anyway. <laughs> but well, 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 why don't you know? Play play the game of possible plausible. Is it possible that the coronavirus could wash across the country, sicken hundreds of thousands, kill maybe ten thousand like the flu? Yeah, it's possible. Is it plausible? Hell no! It's not even doing that in China, the epicenter. So what what are we so worried about out here? Come on, let's let's wait until people actually get sick in mass waves. Let's not become a bunch of little sissies hiding in our houses for something that isn't even there yet. If you're fortunate enough to have a nice house to 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 stay in and be and be a sissy without being evicted, yeah, <laughs> then is it okay, Don and Salinas? Well, if you have a nice house, you're probably going to sit in it anyway, so that's no big deal. But uh, get out there, people. Get out there, America. Work and laugh and have fun. My God, it ain't there. Okay, you're you're protecting yourself against something that isn't even there. Well, it yet. might be there. It might be there. But I still agree with you that you should laugh and have fun. Yeah, and, and not and not be a scared rabbit. You know. Right. Well, that's what this fake news is trying to do. They're trying to stampede us. They're trying to turn us into a bunch of wimps. That we're, you know, my God, this it's mind blowing what's going on in our country right now. And you know, hey, I Don, I could, Mary yeah. in Santa Cruz wants to make a comment on you. Okay. Do you want to stay on while I bring her on? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's Mary, fine. you're on with Don. Go ahead and say something about him in front of his back. Don? Yes. Is Don still on? Yeah, he can't you hear him? Don, I love Don and Salinas. I miss him so much. Oh. And he's so oh, thank you. Don is on the top of the list, MZ, of your smarter callers. Even smarter than Colonel Terry? Colonel, Colonel Terry is off the charts can't even talk about Colonel Terry. <laughs> but, um, the, the thing with the virus is John is right. It's being used. It's being used in a in this election year to uh, it's just another one of the disruptors that are that keep happening to us. My husband's a nurse and um, there the, the facts about this virus, which you could make more public is that it is not that serious of a disease. It's not that serious. It's not deadly. But it's being treated like it is, and it's not. Well, if you're an older person, you could have a problem. I'm kicking 50 in the butt, too, but I'm not scared. I'm kicking 70 in the butt. How do you like that? <laughs> Ten years, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at our age. You don't, 
it's yes, people who are compromised, but more people die of the flu, the regular flu in this country, way more, many times more than are right. passing away from the virus. Okay. Well, you know, MZ, uh, your caller, the guy who thinks that uh, Stephen King killed John Lennon? Yeah. You know, he's got this intricate, complicated world that he's made up himself. But, but his, he could be right. I mean, I have he, an open I mind. I know, that's, the, that's, that's what I'm saying. He, and he's real smart in every other ways. Sense. Yeah, I mean, You I'm, bet. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't make up the world that he, that he lives in. I, I'm not that smart. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but look, MZ, they're canceling concerts. They're trying to play uh, basketball games in college with no audience. This is insanity, what they're trying to do. And special events, they they want to they want to cancel special events unless they're ones that that the liberals all want to go to. Then they'll then they'll they'll let them do that. And they're trying to tell people not to go to Trump rallies that 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 maybe they'll get the virus there also. Well, I won't pay attention to that. Me neither. If I have an opportunity to go to a Trump rally, take I'll that. even pay yeah. to go myself. Yeah, yeah. But but really, uh, MZ, this this. Uh, uh, pussification of America is almost complete. The liberal think, agenda geez, of... Yeah. The pussification of America. I like that, Don and Salinas. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, I, I want to urge... I want to start a movement right now to have a Trump rally at UC Santa Cruz within the next two or three months. You think we can pull it off? That's a tall order. At the... At the quarry or something. You do know that just the threat of it will leave the University of Santa Cruz a, a smoking hulk. Right. They they'll burn the place down before Trump ever gets there. God. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much, Mary and Don. And we're going to go to our next caller, which is Richard in Blow. Does that yeah. mean Ben Lomond? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, you, you just mentioned uh, white guys don't like to work hard. Well, and, for example, when you go into a restaurant, you see mostly immigrants. Well, the fact is that uh, they don't pay a lot. And if you've got a lot of people who are perhaps illegal and will work cheap, uh, it, it, you're probably going to hire them instead of a white guy. So hey, you that's not cheap. They're not. You know what? The, the, uh, that's not true because uh, in the city I pick up, uh, uh, you know, daily laborers on the spot. And years ago, you used to pick one up and say, "Hey, you want to go? Uh, you know, go work today?" They'd say, "Sure." They jump in. Nowadays, they tell you, "How much are you paying me? What am I doing?" And they set a price before you even get there. So it, it, they got well, real smart I'm, too. They're gotten yeah. real smart. They don't just work for nothing. They they want the going rate because they know that they're available and you, you need them. Uh, and they're basically taking advantage of the situation. That's as exactly well. what Duffy told me the other day. That's yeah. right, and they're hard. And, and and you know, me is an, I come from an immigrant family as well. I would uh, would like to hire a white guy because it's better representation. But you can't find a good white guy, and if you do, he's not going to show up after he gets paid, or he's not going to have a driver's license. He's going to have a lot of stuff to go with it, and basically, it's, it's more work to put him to work than just give him a job. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Richard. Richard, you sound like someone I used to know. Are you someone I used to know? Oh yeah, we. I've called him before. No, no. I mean, like, what's I've, your name, Richard? Have I seen you? Yeah, yeah. Lots of times over the years, right? Here and there, yeah. So I haven't heard you for I haven't heard you or heard from you in years. I thought you were dead. No, no, I'm still here. Good. We're gonna invite you to the Trump rally. How's that? Yeah. 
Okay, because you said he sounds exactly like this Richard I used to know. Yeah, because it probably he's not is. that guy walking by with sandals in front. To no, 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 no. Anyhow, Richard, thank you for calling the Saturday special. Sure. Okay, take Bye. care. Uh, Lucas in uh, Soledad, California. You're right. Uh, first of all, I just have to make a comment about uh, that. Uh, you know, I used to. Being that I've been in construction for so many years, yeah, I could go to Home Depot or Lowe's or any place like that and and just say, hey, I need three guys, right? And they would work for cash and five, six bucks an hour. But you're, you're, the other guy with you is absolutely right. No, they, they say, no, no, we won't do that. We want this amount of money. So that's all changed over all these That's years. correct. So I just had to make that comment and... And so anyway, but that's not why I called in. I called in about the coronavirus. I, you know, even though I'm very respected, uh, you know, I, I, I understand that politics get involved in this, but I do like the way everyone's handling it now uh, when it comes to being very cautious when you have a ship off the, the, the shore and everything and you're saying, you know what, we're going to check all these people out. That's what I like about Trump and what his administration is doing. I And I know the Democrats, the, they have a tendency of just really saying, well, he didn't do enough or he didn't do this, whatever. Okay. But I do like the cautiousness of it, of everything that's happening. And I hope it continues. Okay. Thank you for calling 479-1080. Here's downtown Al. Hey, listen, I've thought for years that Don from Salinas should do little blurbs on your radio station. You should pull him into the studio and have him do some sort of comment. And uh, even if I disagree with him, he always leaves me laughing. He's always got some funny thing to say. Don, and send me an email, call. mz at ksco.com, please. And okay. I think you should call it Man Up with Don. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, hey, I just wanted to say... Um, my, you know, my, my girlfriend grew up uh, out in the Sunset District in San Francisco, Great. old Italian family out near 42nd Avenue in Quintero. And people don't realize it, but a lot of the old people in San Francisco are like old, hardcore, blue-collar workers, Irish, Italian, German, Jewish, um, you know, you name it. And a lot of them have been forced out of San Francisco because they can't afford to live there, you know? She lives in Watsonville now. Her brother lives up near Red Bluff, and another brother lives near Sacramento. But, you know, CHP sergeant, well, other ones yeah. are Rad Tech. Besides it being affordable to live in San Francisco, a lot of people are leaving for other reasons. And uh, the, 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 the peace of mind, the quietness, the crime, uh, the homeless, the needles, people want to get away from that. So a lot of people have left that, and they do have a lot of money because it's the style and the way of living in San Francisco got so bad now that nobody actually wants to live there anymore. It became miserable. There's no parking. There's 35,000 Lyft drivers stopping Waste in front of you. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 All right. Hey, hey, listen, downtown Al, thank you. Uh, I want to I want to get a new listener named Marge on from Salinas. Okay. Anyway, he's great, and I thank hope you. you have him on again. Okay. Thank you. I, I, I knew that. you would. I knew you would all thank feel you so that much. way. Okay. Here's Marge, a new listener in Salinas who agrees with Don. Everybody agrees with Don, huh? Mm, we need to invite him here, Marge. Baby. Marge, you're on. Yes. Hi there. I'm I'm a new listener. Three weeks, and I listen. I love your show. Love your show. Thank you. And. Uh, 
I agree with Don, and I like what he said. Men are men. I like them with their cojones. Men should be men, and I love that. Cojones, have, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, cojones are another word for balls. Thank you. And I don't because, mean eyeballs. Thank you, because I mean a lot other of... kind. She must be a single woman, too. Yeah. A lot of these women nowadays are trying to run these men down, and I'm a woman, and I can't stand that. Wow. Have you heard Roy Masters? No. Oh, my God. You have to listen to Roy Masters. I will definitely. I, I will, yeah, yeah. Google Roy Masters, and you'll, yeah, and, and uh, listen. There, there, he was the original talk show host in the whole world. It's uh -huh. true. Anyhow, thank you for, um, for discovering us. Thank you for listening to us, and thank you for saying kind words about us. Marge, new listener in Salinas. Uh, okay, so, um, uh, yeah. There, I, so, love, I love what your guest is said about Santa Cruz, too. Yes, I, I, thank you. I, I enjoyed your guest. Okay, great. Josh, Josh Stevens. Uh, let's see. So uh, while we're on the point of agreements, I actually agree with uh, Colonel Terry's talks about the library project. I, I don't like that. And in Stein, Steinbrunner as well. I would have voted for her if I lived in her district. And to wrap, liberal hypocrisy. That's something we need to talk about more. For Maybe example, next week? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All um, right. Hey, Dean Bochi, thank, thank you. you for being a guest on the Saturday special. Thank you. Got to get you back on KSCO, and uh, we'll see you all next week, you know, uh, Great, here thank on you. the Saturday special. That worked out pretty good, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all, folks. KSCO Santa Cruz, Salinas. Monterey.